Welcome to the Divine Joy Circle with your host, Tina Van Leuven. This podcast is for soul-inspired entrepreneurs who find it challenging to create and maintain their ideal work-life balance. Listen in and experience how you can let joy be your guide to creating money, miracles, and true wealth in all aspects of your life and business. Hi, this is Tina for taking time out of your busy day to join me here inside the Divine Joy Circle for today's episode. So we'll be talking about healing post-election shock and trauma. Wow, how are you feeling after the outcome of the United States elections? Yeah, there's nothing like politics, religion, or money to trigger our deepest unconscious stuff to bubble up or, or explode, right? And as someone who spent many years in the USA and loved my time there, I watched the election unfold from Australia with great curiosity and oftentimes wondering if perhaps I'd accidentally turn on one of those satire comedy I had many what-the-fuck moments as I questioned the insanity of it all. Well, now it's done, it's crazy, and it's happening. Is this a nation divided? Perhaps it's an opportunity for global healing of the polarized states of consciousness that have played out on this world stage. Perhaps this is a call for healing the collective post-election shock and trauma so that we can create an entirely new experience for humanity on this exquisite planet Earth. I'm not sure that anyone knows where we're going from here, and that's perhaps the invitation from a higher perspective, to stay centered in our core, in our essence, into our joy, freedom, harmony, peace, whatever state we prefer being, no matter the chaos. I feel that this is a time where the rubber hits the road, to be the love, the light, the joy that we are, and to simply no longer fuel the fear. It's time to withdraw all projections of power and authority onto anybody or anything and reclaim the power and sovereignty of our being. And that's often easier said than done, yet that is an option that we can all choose to master. As far as I see it, this is not about who won or lost the election. They have roles really well to present the world with a wake-up call. What matters here is what you and I are making it mean. And even more importantly, will we choose to respond from love or react from fear and hatred? One thing's for sure, you know, blaming or hating each other is certainly not going to result in peace. I feel that every one of us has the power to choose in each moment what kind of world we live in. Do we create hell on earth or do we create heaven on earth? You know, may all this intense energy that has been stirred up and activated with this presidential outcome be used to purge from our bodies and planet of hatred, rage, sorrow, grief, everything else that's been suppressed over the eons, the blaming and the shaming. And use this energy to really let yourself feel what you may have numbed yourself from feeling and let it out. You may want to scream into a pillow if need be, whatever gets the energy moving. And rather than projecting this onto somebody or something else, offering all of it up to source to be transformed, dissolved, or whatever is optimal for releasing these distortions of truth and allow every particle in your body and being to be infused with the light that you are. And then, only then, go forth and into whichever way you feel inspired. 
And remember that underneath the trauma and the fear, you will find your joy. It's always been there, waiting for you to return and reclaim your radiance. It's interesting, since the election outcome happened on November the 9th, and if we look at those numbers, 11-9, 9-11 also held very similar energy collectively. And I wonder if you can remember where you were on 9-11. I had a very, very interesting experience not long after 9-11. You know, when 9-11 actually happened, I was working for United Airlines. As a flight attendant for one of the airlines that was targeted, I tell you, this hit home. It was incredibly confronting and it really triggered lots and lots and lots of unconscious emotions that had been stuffed down inside me that I didn't even realize were there. You know, on the day of the 10th of September, I was boarding a flight in Washington, D.C. to return back to Frankfurt and, you know, just another ordinary day in the skies having an uneventful flight, arriving in Frankfurt. I had to catch another flight to get to Amsterdam to get home. And as I arrived, it was just after 3 p.m. in the afternoon over there, I was out of the car park. And interestingly enough, usually I would have the CD player on, you know, playing my favorite music. But that day I decided to listen to the news for whatever reason, turn the radio on. And there was an, a newsflash update of what had happened. And my first reaction to hearing the message of what had happened was, what? Oh God, you know, what is this? I didn't think it was serious. And it kind of, the voice going through my mind was like, this is exactly why I don't listen to the radio. My God. Anyway, so I switched the channel for a moment and realized that, wow, this actually was real. It was being broadcast across all the stations. And when I arrived home, there were a gazillion answering machine from family, but also from friends and from people I had not expected, wondering if I was okay. And as I turned on the news and saw that scene, it was like, oh my God, what is the world coming to? About a month afterwards, I was in California and I was almost at the end of my intense healing training at the healing school I was in. And it was in that one week intensive that I connected with the inner terrorist within me. And I feel like the energy that I'm observing collectively at the moment that's being stirred up is very similar to what was going on there at that time. Because if we have emotions of hatred and rage and shame and everything suppressed, and that is not cleared and released from our bodies, it's suppressed in our consciousness, then whatever is suppressed will find a way to be brought into wholeness. And if you know, some people call it your shadow side, if you're not recognizing it, you'll see it played out in the world around you. And I would say that's a very accurate description of what's happening at the moment. I'm seeing people who are normally quite connected in with their hearts and really you know, spiritually dialed in and yet having a really difficult time walking out like everything is being stirred up. And so as I was at this event in California, a month or so after 9-11 had happened, something got triggered in me and I ended up having an incredibly cathartic experience there where I had a huge yellow pages book that I ended up shredding to pieces as if I was ripping a small piece of paper as I connected in with the rage and the anger and the absolute 
frustration and a sense of helplessness and connecting with all those feelings that had been stirred up from here I was working for an airline, living the life of my dreams and my and that day, that event, everything had changed for everyone and something that we ought to take for granted, having a world in which we can live, which is safe for us to be who we are, everything had been threatened. And as I connected in with those feelings and felt that really burning out of my body and connecting in with it, I said that inner terrorist inside me, I realized that there had been a lot of processing on many levels, including spiritually and mentally, but I'd really connected in with the feeling states of it and realizing that I could spiritually come to terms with that. Yeah, we need to forgive. They, whatever is happening sure has a bigger purpose to it all. I needed to connect in with the feeling state often. And that was that the part of me that wanted to throw a bomb on all those terrorists and be done with it and really own those feelings. And then realizing, wow, that's actually me doing exactly the same thing. So what would make me any better or any worse? And as I connected in with those feelings, I went into this process that was incredibly intense, releasing from my body the memories of lifetimes of having been suppressed, lifetimes of having to conform and, you know, being punished for speaking up and uh, senses or what was generally accepted. And I feel that the times that we are in right now, so many of us know that it's time to speak up, to express our truth, to express our gifts and our talents fully. And yet, if you're letting yourself be driven by fear and by hatred and by rage and by feeling disillusioned and letting that shut you down because it wants to make you run away, it will either go into passive aggressive. You'll either go into a pattern of wanting to just drown your sorrows and check out whether that is physically, emotionally, mentally, whatever, you know, turning to drugs, alcohol, wanting to escape from the place you're at avoiding what's going on around you to numb out because it's just too painful or it'll go into creating riots you know if I'm feeling like so enraged that if these feelings are not processed first and the emotional charge is released from it then all that unexpressed emotion all those unexpressed feelings unacknowledged feelings will be projected onto others in ways that are simply not optimal way of resolving whatever is at hand. It's just going to be adding fuel to the fire. And I know for myself that when I had that experience all those years ago of connecting, you know, the trigger for me was feeling the helplessness and the frustration of having some people deciding to blow up these planes and thereby forever changing the way we would experience traveling and being in this world. I felt myself connecting in with the shame that had been underneath it all. And for many women in particular, you know, it's been said it's not okay to scream and to yell and to let it out. And so oftentimes, if you lock that down, if you suppress your feelings, and of course, it's not gender based, as it goes for everybody. But generally speaking, a man having a rant and rave is somewhat okay, or in society up until now. And for women publicly really ranting and raving hasn't been. So there's been this double whammy of it's not being okay to let your emotions be expressed. And so then you'll have this explosion happening and then going back into passive behavior 
passive aggressive, passive aggressive. That cycle keeps repeating. And in that, what presses it down or what locks it into place in the body is the shame, the humiliation, the feeling absolutely embarrassed of letting that side of yourself be seen. And I know that when that was being cleared and released from my body, you have to feel shame. You can't mentally process it, so it has to be felt. Humiliated. I felt incredibly embarrassed. I felt mortified. But because I was in an environment where I was receiving support with allowing that energy to move through my body and out and letting that be cleared and released, I felt incredibly liberated and realized that from that moment on, I was able to connect in with those feelings and the fear of it blowing me up or anybody else up was gone. And perhaps the times right now are calling us to connect in with where do we still have unresolved feelings? Where are we holding on to hatred? Where are we holding on to resentment? Where are we fear? Where are we letting somebody or something trigger us into staying separate from the love that we really are? And if you allow yourself to let all that energy, let that be fuel for letting that be released from your body, let yourself feel it, get it out of your system. Once that is offered up for release for transformation, it is neutralized, it cannot harm. And actually from that place, you'll be able to have a very different perspective of what's really going on than if your view is filtered by rage or by hatred or by sadness or by feeling hopeless. The call to wake up world. We have an amazing opportunity here. Many of us have been trained in this for eons. We have the tools and resources available to clear this energy out of the physical body and allowing that to be done in a safe space so it doesn't have to be lashed out onto others. And part of the program will say that if you do that, if you let those feelings be diffused, then you're not going to be uh, getting into any action to resolve this or maybe you'll let those that you would consider perpetrators get away with it. Nothing is further from the truth. When you're caught up in your fear vibration and I things are being stirred up at the moment that will bring stuff that you didn't consciously think were there, but here they are. It's totally shaking you up. If you're feeling that, fear dumbs you down. You can't think straight when you're absorbed with rage or when you're absorbed with hatred or absorbed with fear, right? So say in the heat of the moment, you know, do some crazy shit. So if you allow yourself to let that energy be processed, and if you need support with that, book yourself in for some sessions, get some support, get that energy cleared and moving. And one very simple way is to remember to breathe, because if you are if you're caught up in fear, you'll literally dumb yourself down. You're shutting down your oxygen intake. You're breathing shallow. You forget to stay connected to yourself. You literally can't see straight. And from that space or that state of being, whatever decisions you take are not going to come from a centered and an empowered place. So perhaps here we are in this wrapping up of 2016, a year of closure being a nine year, wrapping up a cycle, eons of time, oftentimes at transition periods, you'll find that all the old stuff has to crumble and dissolve and rises from the ashes. That burning down process may feel terrifying while you're in it. And yet at some level, we knew we signed up to be here.
you know, if you'd like support with this, then reach out, book yourself in for a session so that this stuff can be cleared. I call it an opportunity to let all the shit that's been there that you may not have been aware of be transformed into fertilizer and as fertilizer to allow that energy to be infused into creating a world that is a reflection of the truth of the light and the joy and the love that you and I are. As I said at the start, this is where the rubber hits the road. This is our opportunity to walk our talk, to really be the light, the joy that we are. And that means clearing and releasing out from the physical body and thereby shifting the energy in our physical environment of any of the stuff that's been in the way. Fear, hatred, rage, grief. Feel it. Let yourself feel it. Let it move from your body. Let it be transformed. And then from that neutralized state, connected in with your source self, allow yourself to receive inspiration as to what is the next step to take. And sometimes not taking any action is the greatest can take. And other times you'll know when you feel inspired what the next step is. So to learn to trust that, offer all of it up for transformation to the source that you are a unique expression of. And that as we come together in that way, we can co-create heaven on earth. But it starts with each of us, right? So may peace and love reign in our planet and may we remember and may we support each other with remembering that the truth is that we are divine, even when it doesn't always look that way. That's simply stories of judgments of what we think it should be and shouldn't be. So allowing that to be transformed too. Let's share what was coming through here today, talking about a topic that I haven't really spoken about politics at all. And as with money, as with religion, as politics, it's never about that. But it sure has a way of bringing into conscious awareness any of the places within us where they're still emotionally charged, unprocessed emotions, feelings that would have nothing to do with those things, right? So amazing times to be alive. And remember to look beyond appearances when everything seems to be in chaos and it seems to be a mess. Take a deep breath. Spend nature and acknowledge the beauty that is there. Despite all the madness, this is still a beautiful world. Sometimes we just need to look a little harder to find it and recognize it. So go forth. Let joy be your guide to a life that is worth waking up for every day. And until we meet again, my beautiful friend, many joyful blessings. Thanks for listening to the Divine Joy Circle with Tina Van Leuven. Visit innerdelight.com to learn more about Tina's fabulous new Divine Joy Circle membership offering and claim the Money and Miracles Treasure Chest, including meditations to boost your joy and money mojo. 